Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Dees, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never, never been, been in one. one. What? Oh. Let's get into it. All right. Yo, yo, yo. We're here. Unfortunately, <laughs> the brains of the outfit is <laughs> under the weather because I don't know if anyone notices. Peaky in the brain. You know, I've had... <laughs> I've had people say it's hard to tell your voices apart. I'll make it easy for you. I don't talk that much. It's mostly just See, Emily speaking. that's them being gracious and thinking you do talk <laughs> when you don't. Thinking I just sound different. I just, I'm just the sponsor. I'm, I fund this. I'm the brain. Way. She is pinky. I'm pinky. <laughs> that's what we should do for Halloween. We should be pinky in the oh brain. Oh my gosh, pinky in the brain. Oh. <gasps> What if we are? Do you want to be? We could do that for church. No one will get the be reference. Literally, the no one will get the reference. Not even parents. I'm gonna will get be the a reference. princess. You That's guys. sad. That parents our age, like now we're parents' age, like we're the next generation bringing up these kids. Not every one of our peers, our contemporaries, watched Peaky and the Brain. Well, yeah. That was more of like a, a like, that was a very old Because people's parents were wet. That was like in the 80s, actually, is when its height was. Was it the 80s? Yeah, it was like the 80s. There were lab rats. Well, yeah, we all know they were lab rats. Lab rats were really big in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, it was, you. it was a trope, 100%. It was, it was a big trope. Yeah, so anyways, okay. So, tonight... Let me set the scene for you. Are you going to set the scene? You I'm don't need more time to figure out. Scene. Because you know what else was another no, big trick in television? Uh-huh. And I mentioned it this week. Not opening college letters On for TV some reason. shows? Yeah, that was like a big thing. And then it's like, but now it's like if you get the big envelope, you know you're in. If you get the small one, you're out. Mm-hmm. Which is rude, I think, when it's that obvious. Mm-hmm. But um, there's no like fun and suspense for that. But I never understood that because it's like if you didn't get into your dream schools or anything, to literally any school, the longer you prolong not knowing that is the less time you have to apply elsewhere. I know. And it's always bothered me. Well, that's the point is like, like that's the thing. That's the gag with college things is you're supposed to apply to a bunch of places because you know that it's all going to come in at the same time. Yeah. That's the gag. Okay. The gig. Anyways, let me set this scene for you tonight. It is October 4th. Somebody says October 3rd today. Okay, they lied. It's October 4th right now. And we are sitting in our secluded treehouse cabin in the middle of of Nova Scotia nowhere. (laughs) Middle of Nova Scotia. And our power is out. And there's a lightning storm. Well, that's a lie. Don't lie to the public. Our power is not out. Your circuit... Three walls of the house out. are out. <laughs> we have we have no no bedroom, no bathroom, and uh-huh. one specific socket but that fu- that fuels that my entire my entire vacuuming. But my, so that really like is fucked up. But my closet light works. I hate the way this feels. Well, you don't. Have to I'd rather sit in darkness. I don't want to. But it's a lightning storm outside, and we just watched the Corpse Bride. In a lightning storm in our treehouse in Nova Scotia, nowhere. And lightning storm would have been perfect for Coraline. It would have, but actually. like in the daytime. Yeah, if it was more drizzly, like it's so dry, I'm flaking. I'm a skin flake. I'm not actually a human. I'm a I'm a snakey snake. 
I'm a little snake. Okay, I forgot so, about that. Uh, also, today I had a snake never forgets. Snake never forgets. <laughs> I went mad Halloween shopping today, guys. Like I'm talking, I dropped like five G's. <laughs> five G's. I dropped one hundo of Emily's hard-earned cash. No, 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 no. of my hard-earned cash. That's right. Spent all of it, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be great. So we're really getting in the spirit. So. As we're getting in the spooky spirit, kicking off our first episode for October, which we're late to uploading, which is fab. Whoa, lightning. Sorry. Really? Emily, you keep not, like, looking at it. You should angle yourself better. Okay, I'm because, just Because, like, you were, you're like, I can't believe it's still going. Like, it will go every, like, five minutes. I like, saw it, it but like, I didn't boom, boom, comment boom, boom, boom. on it every time because I know how you get when I comment on shit like that. You're like, Emily, I know, I know, well, I know. Because you always go, woo! Because it's Every amazing. single time. Because it happens so infrequently. It's a, it is... A production from God. I'm going to notice. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to notice it. Okay. okay. So this is what I kind of want to talk about. <laughs> so I was thinking in my mind, we talked about hookup culture. Okay. And then we talked about waiting. We talked about waiting, I feel like, a lot on this podcast. Well, I mean, it's the one we have the most experience in. This sure. is true. This is very but true. But we definitely talked about lack of patience. Did we talk about lack of Hondo. patience? Yeah. I would say we don't talk about waiting. We talk about people being impatient. Talk about impatience more? We yeah. don't talk about waiting too much? No. Oh, well. Impatience is more of a negative connotation, and we're definitely more negative. Well, I'm just going to preface this whole episode by being, this is an episode, an ode to our, to my not productive day i didn't have a productive day i didn't have a productive weekend actually i got sick as you can tell i stayed our up. weekend was surprisingly mad productive no, it but was there productive. was a setback yeah it was a setback yes setback being my sickness <laughs> yes. no it was very productive weekend but it like so i do this thing in my mind every day where it's it really done wonders for me because I used to plan every single second of my day and it drove me nuts and i think it was like an ocd thing i got in the habit of when I was really depressed working at Guitar Center and yeah. everything went down. So as a way to cope with my depression, I would plan out like I'm talking every single second. Like I would have like like eight 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 o'clock to eight oh two, I'm walking up the stairs to go and clock into work. Like that is how like granular it was yeah. in my mind and it drove me nuts. And then like I know I didn't do this, but it was like an O C D habit and then I shed that when I became happier and I've never done it ever again but now I'm getting into this busy season of life where I get so tired and it hits me so hard that I have to mentally put a timer on it so I'm like okay today I have to like to do something at the church I'm not going to be in bed until 11 30 tonight so then my little timer is like okay you can do anything you want from this moment you wake up at 7 a.m. to 11.30 at night and you'll be good. But when that 11.30 strikes, honey, and you're not in bed, like, bye bye see you, sayonara, you're melting. You know, yeah. like, greasy hair, red eyes, drooling out the mouth. Like, you look like oh, you look the pale. melted wax pale. woman. Yeah. Yes. So, unfortunately, I had set my timer for Friday night to be, like, midnight latest. I was, like, midnight latest. Yeah. 4 a.m., is when it ended. Is when yeah. my, my day ended at four a.m. and it was really, really good, and I really, really enjoyed it. But, no, but I you're just not a person that can stay up. I'm late like not that. a person that can stay up late, and I, I didn't know I, I wasn't that much. Like, see, we're learning things about ourselves as we grow up. Like yeah. things I never thought to be true. Like I never thought I would never trust a doctor. Yeah, shocking. 
I would trust a lawyer over a doctor. That's shocking to me. That's shocking to me. You know, I, I can identify with non-vaccine people. I myself am not yeah, anti-vax, but I see their fight. <laughs> like, I respect it more now. Yeah. Respecting the drip. Yeah, exactly. And thank you for paving this road for us. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Like, there's all these things. And to add down to the list is Emily Green cannot stay up late. Like, I did no. not know it would be a thing for me. Unless you're drinking. Unless you're drinking. I hate to drinking. say it, but she has to have alcohol in it. She's going to sustain. Yes. If I'm going to sustain, like, I can stay. I have stayed up. That's why this is so shocking. It's yeah. like why I'm so sick. Because it's like, I've stayed up till 2, 3 a.m. Well, I've been drinking, you know, making bad choices. No, when you make good choices. Well, I mean, it's not like blackout drinking, but it's like no. you perpetually drink No, you're just, just like hours. always have like That's a, just a how social it is. drink. A every, social drink. Every hour. And what is this teacher's kids confirms my theory. Alcohol, alcohol is cleansing. I know it does. It keeps always, you healthy. It, it keeps you healthy. It yes. always keeps you healthy. It really does keep you healthy. I know it's kind of surprising. So, <laughs> sorry. So anyway, so I have this setback. Not productive in my estimation. We expected someone to come over. They didn't come over. You're mentally preparing for that. Oh, that Saturday then, was not productive. That well, Saturday, we did some was, fall things. It was no, we did fall things. I think we baked. We made soup. We watched only murders in the building. But it's like it's not productive because I want to read these books that I have and I can't because I'm sick because I'm seeing people and doing things and I love seeing people. I love doing things. But now I'm sick and I can't do all the things I need to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go to work and I've been in this really bad place with work lately mm-hmm. where it's like it's meaningless. It happens every year, I guess. It's been one year. And it's like I just kind of don't need it. But you need to do it, you know. So it's like the lack of inspiration to just get your shit done. And it's like not even them paying me is inspiring me anymore. Like this is dark. Like, yeah. usually that inspires me to keep going because then I feel bad, like penance for my sins. But anyways, so not productive at all at work today. And then this is late. So this big whole ramble is to get to this point because, because Friday, though we did stay up late, we did get a lot done. Very productive, very eye-opening, really super great and amazing. And we hung out with someone super fabulous. All weekend filled with fabulous people and I loved it. Yeah. But it made me think because I, we were speaking with someone and she has a similar boy story to me and college boy, which is very cute and inspiring and sweet. And I was thinking as I was listening to her story, because we talked a lot about waiting. Maybe we talked a lot about being impatient. I think we talked a lot about like putting effort into yourself and into your hobbies and your interests and like getting plugged into those areas of your life, like really like fulfilling things that you want to get done like if you want to move move if you want to move in industry do different <gasps> that was close i'm worried our pug is gonna go out there and be a little lightning rod <laughs> no he won't he's too tiny no but i don't know he's fine but go into that industry if you like to do if you like to volunteer volunteer like i'm talking like get off your ass and do some shit because yeah. so many people our age i notice don't just get off their ass like just do it you know what i'm saying yeah like, it's not noble for you to be sitting there saying how much you wish that you were doing something. It's weird. Also, so I was thinking about that, and then there's this song by Casey Musgraves, which I know I must have said it before. It's called Hookup. Is it called Hookup Scene? Hookup mm. Culture? I have it right here. Hookup Scene. Because I found it very interesting. Because these are the lyrics, and I'm going to read them right okay, now. I read them. This Hookup Scene ain't all that it's made out to be. 
You'd get your fill and leave empty, more lonely than before. And you lay beside someone you know isn't right. I make believe it's love, then I start looking for the door. And if you've got someone to love and you've almost given up, hold on tight. Despite the way they make you mad, because you might not even know that you don't have it so bad. And I think that that little lyric right there is so great because so many songs right now only perpetuate like hookup culture and just keep on going keep on swiping keep on finding like it's fine and it's like kind of interesting to me that we put so much effort into hooking up with people and being like okay well you know what my hobby is going to the bar you know my hobby is hinge you know what my hobby is like like just going to date nights or finding a matchmaker or doing whatever and like that's all gonna find me my perfect person And it's like, how is that going to find you your perfect person when it's literally a bunch of people not putting effort into themselves and they think that the get like the quick fix answer is just to find someone else who's also not working on themselves in the same cesspool of people that don't care about anything but finding someone to just fit in their mold that they want for now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also what's interesting is with dating apps and stuff, which I did not expect, I did not ever think about it but it can be true, I guess, for some, um, is that it's kind of the same crop of people. Like, a friend I know, she went on this one dating site and found a guy and was dating him for a while, and then they broke up, and then she went to this same dating site, and all those guys that she had been on dates before meeting the guy that she ended up liking more than all of them yeah. were still there yeah. looking. And I'm like, it's nothing more than just an online bar. Like, you go to your local bar, you always see the same yeah, bar people. people, the same bar flies hanging around, and you're like, whoa, like, this thing does not change. Yeah. Like, you leave any I don't know if anyone has local bars. I don't think anybody even has local bars anymore because yeah, no one stays put, do they? Yeah. No one stays put enough to even invest in a local bar. Like, bar flies, are those even things anymore? Yeah, but it's like the elderly. Yeah, that's true. It gets to be the elderly. But I just really enjoyed because then I was thinking, like, like say, I'm going to say this from a Christian perspective because <coughs> that's what we are. And I don't know how people do it without God. I just don't know. But I was thinking, like, God, because this friend, this new friend that we have, like, she, like, prays to God about her relationship and her man and like whatever and like she what goes toe-to-toe with god i would say in my estimation and she asked for this really big thing for god in her relationship and you know she's like that's it like i'm going all in like this is what i want you're going to give it to me yeah and then it's like i'm the same way like this is what i want and you're going to give it to me and it's going to come to pass But it's like remembering those promises I think are so difficult in the waiting time because I don't know if this is about necessarily being impatient because it's like, oh, oh, another lightning. Because I'm not necessarily (laughs) like, I don't feel as impatient as I felt this time last year, which is also just crazy to think about. But like I definitely would kind of like it to happen. But you know what's also crazy? What? Is like... When it happens, like, you do understand, like, your whole life changes. Yeah. Like, this podcast dynamic changes. (laughs) I don't think it'll change that crazy. I don't think it will. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it will change that crazy. But it's like, like, you have to act as if they're not going to leave you. That's my hardest problem. That's my hurdle. Yeah. Because I assume... 
that they're gonna leave me in five do you want to know a secret yeah do you want to know a really big secret actually uh-huh do you know what i think my biggest hurdle of being in a relationship is gonna be huh being in a relationship 100 mm. percent, because i am so like aware of people and because i was so like wanting to not be picked on when i was a kid like that's a thing i never really got over it's like i'm severely self-conscious at the weirdest of times mm. And so, like, I may not be always thinking about, like, me and what I look like and sound like and stuff, but I'm always seeing if people are going to embarrass themselves, and I get nasty secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, it, but it's, like, it goes deeper than that, because, like, I feel for everything. Like, you know, where, like, daddy says one thing, and you're, like, it would be less dramatic for me to have a heart attack. I feel that way about strangers. (laughs) I'll feel that way, too, because I'm, like... I feel secondhand embarrassed <laughs> so badly because oh, I'm wow. so, like, not wanting people to make fun of them. But, like, I am the one who's, like, perpetuating the, the drama. So yeah. I have, like, a thing where I don't think I'm going to – like, I believe it's going to be a real <laughs> battle. And it's stupid looking them in the face when we do <laughs> each other. I believe that when you what? When we just talk. We just have conversations. <laughs> I believe it wholeheartedly. I don't think it will be. No, hard. I think it's going to be, like – like, like, and then if they try to get all, like, romantic, because I've gone too long. Like, we, mm. we, I've expired. Like, it's yeah, too late. Now it's, now it's weird. It's taboo. I do kind of feel like I've expired. And I'm, like, gonna have to really, like, hardcore relearn, and mm-hmm. it's, like, gonna be bad. Like, I'm gonna be embarrassed, and I'm gonna not know what to say, and I'm not gonna look at them 100%. Like, zero, like, 100% not going <laughs> to look at them. This is why... Like, because of my one quasi-relationship, I mean, I was full throttle. Yeah. Like, I was unhinged. Yeah, it was Because insane. I was as I was trying to fit 20 years of a relationship experience Into in a month. Because I was like, I don't even know if tomorrow is guaranteed right now. Like, so we're going to go, we're going to go on, like, wine trip, weekend away, yeah. painting. Uh-huh. We're going to, we're going to carve wood into a chair like we're gonna like do that no but you know what i'm saying like those (laughs) crazy things that people do you know we're axe throwing where it's like we're axe throwing we're going on every single date we're going on the tour of the worlds right now seeing every single couple ever in the world because i might not ever get to do a double date ever again in my life you know like doing just like the most like the absolute most i know it's so crazy but in that to wrap it back really quick to the promises bit before we get into the hurdles chapter okay <laughs> which there are a lot mind there, you there are a lot you'll see but... they put the hurdles away for stories but now we're gonna go through them <laughs> and i'm gonna hit my they're, knees they're out. on every single one <laughs> every single one <laughs> leave my mark yeah but no just tournament grade hurdles what i because what i think in the promises is it's so easy just to go to those things that give us those instant gratifications which they really aren't even that gratifying and that's the thing that I think people fall into the trap of is being like well I just want the experience of being hungover and drunk all the time so I'm going to do that for a season of my life I want the experience of trying every single drug so I'm just going to do that for a season of my life or I want and it's like but what's the goal of that just to be like see like yeah like I've been around the block I've seen some things I've done some things did you know you can hang out with all these people do like be in all those groups and not ever do LSD and not ever really smoke weed and not hook up with everybody yeah like you can like and I know people don't like to learn like it's not even like learning about their mistakes and being like oh well they made a mistake I'll be sure not to do it it's just like people I don't think take the time to really analyze and look at like people and how those those choices affect them yeah you know like if you look at a person that's always hooking up like she says in her lyrics 
Like a pretty face might get you far, but still can't replace the kind of real connection that I crave. The kind we don't have anymore. And I get in my head, head analyzing what I had. It's a chapter that ain't coming back. I could have learned to love it more. That was the next verse. I didn't realize. But ain't this hook of scene ain't all that it's made up to be. You get your fill and leave empty. And it's like, you get your fill. Lightning. And no, then it's like crazy, guys. Like, it's crazy. It's like crazy. I love it. It's crazy out here in Nova Scotia. I know. <laughs> but... You get your fill and leave. And then it's like, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I've done that. Like, I get that hookup scene. Like, like she doesn't even need to, like, like, she doesn't even say it. Like, I've been it. I know. I know how empty it feels. It's like, do you, did you really need to sleep and debase yourself to relate to Casey Musgraves? Like, this is just an example. There's thousands of them out there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like, did you really need to go and do your life? so baselessly so you could be like yeah that's right man because at the end of the day she says she says if you've got someone to love and you've almost given up hold on tight and do you know how hard that is to not give up on somebody because what does everyone say well they're not here they're busy working on themselves move on like why are you waiting like why can't we wait yeah like why can't we be happy in the waiting why can't we know that there's somebody else out there for us they know that there's somebody out there for them you love each other you know you're going to have a great thing going why can't you wait for them why is that so frowned upon because then what's your option hooking up or dating a bunch of randos like if you know it's like say yes to the dress syndrome like if you know you like that dress why are you wasting your time because then no matter what it is like even with my quasi relationship I knew it wasn't right but I knew I should probably stick around and like try it out like you never know what's going to happen you never know how you're going to learn from one another or or how you're going to evolve, or, like, whatever. But it's, like, but if you know in your heart, because that's also the disappointing thing, is, like, when you know so much, you're, like, you just want to kind of prove yourself wrong, so then you just keep doing the same thing that you know is wrong. But it's, like, is that really smarter, or is that just, like, a lack of wisdom? Just keep going and doing what, like, you know is bad for you, because you're, like, well, maybe I just got it wrong. Like, maybe I'm just, like, you know, looking at this incorrectly. Like that's maybe that's just like stupid. It is stupid. It's just making excuses to try to justify your actions so you don't feel like a fool for wasting your time. Is that what it that's is? That's what that is. Because I feel like we like as a generation, as like a group, as a peoples, as a yeah. people group. People group. <laughs> like we we would rather waste our time on shit we know isn't good because it's easier to know that narrative than to sit and wait for someone that we cannot guarantee in life may ever come back to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, I don't think that it's because, oh, well, they could meet someone better. Rarely, I think that's the case because what I've been seeing is like 100% people will come back. Like people always show their, like rear their ugly heads. Like they'll always come back knocking on your door. That's what I hear. I don't know if it's true. And it's like, in one case is it very bad if they die and I have been through that and that is really unfortunate but I don't think that that is the normal human experience nor what people should hang that reason on you know what I'm saying because I think a lot of people are like well they're just gonna find someone better than me and they're still looking it's like no if you make known your intentions then why why would they look like you know what I'm saying no I don't to be honest like, with you. So if you if you meet a person and they meet you and you like really hit it off and everything's going great and it's so fabulous, 
But one person needs to like fix something. Like maybe they have a family issue or they need to get a job. There's like some big like Hercules moment in their life, you know, or boy becomes family, coming of age moment. So then you're like, okay, the other party is gracious and lets them go. And they're like, okay, but I'll never forget you. Like, I, we could make this work one day. I just need to do this shit, figure it out. Well, because come back. people never want to come back. They don't like, like, we're a very independent society, which is shocking. Which is weird. With this new, and I know I said it before, it's shocking <laughs> with this new wave of democratic socialism. Yeah, I know. To bring it back to politics. I know. It surprises me because it's like, this is why so- socialism is different this time around because they're trying to make it more selfish. Well, that's what they always... Quote, unquote. Well, no, because that's how they always feed you socialism is to look like your brand of socialism. And then it just ends up to be, you know what? Yeah, socialism. socialism. Communism. That's and, it. <laughs> to be the normal brand of communism. Or the normal that, brand of communism. But you can, you can make it pink if you want. But, um, but that's why, especially with today and like the degeneration of families, like it's like defund the police, break down the nuclear family. Like those are the top two right now you know i I mean it's like i know no one's holding signs saying break the nuclear family but like everyone's like fucking it up i mean with these school books that we're looking to get past it's like all like what's the weirdest way (laughs) we can deconstruct a family to be like it's not people like who birth you and like you are not like together just because you're like dna is the same like you link up with people who believe the same thing as you like that's very much like the new it's tribe it's a tribal mentality in a way Honestly, tribe has more because it's by blood. Tribe's more focused on like blood. Well, than, that's like, like relationship. <laughs> well, tribe, yes. If we're talking in like the the I am going to talk in actual historical. But thing. in today's time, it's a mob it's mentality. A, it's more of a mob mentality. But um, so that's why it's like when he goes out to work on himself these days, like he probably won't come back to you. You know what I mean? It's like even with passion so much because then they'll get in their head with their doubts. Which like, is, well, that's what's know. so interesting, because I would say in, like, the 1950s, like, specifically that one Twilight episode I told you about a few nights ago, yeah. where he was, like, a young man, 32, 34, he owned his own business, had his car, had wife, kids, house, all this stuff, and it's, like, he didn't really have to, like, fight for finding himself, like, you know what you have to do, like, you have a family, you have kids, yeah. you, you raise good members of society, you're a productive member of society, like, we're made to work and we're made to serve, and if you follow those things and you follow God's path then your days will be, like, merry and all this stuff. It's, like, reverse like that. But, like, we've taken that out of the equation. So then, in its place, are these whole coming-of-age stories where you have to find yourself and you have to find you in yourself, which makes no sense. That's why you have God. Well, because it's, like, here's here's a hard part where it's, like, we're looking for things that make us happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is where the devil gets us because it is good to be happy. Like, it is good to have joy in your work. Like, when you're working, it is good for you to like your job. That's not, like, a big deal. Yeah. But it's, like, it's a secret underlying (laughs) tone because it's, like, the Lord gives you talents and he puts you where you are. And when you are, like, truly doing what the Lord wants you to do, like, you're very joyful. But we don't, like, really view that anymore. Yeah. It's, like, an underlying tone of, like, like pleasure. Like, self-pleasure in a way. Like, I know we said a few episodes ago, like, that woman is chasing that feeling. Of orgasm. Of orgasm every time she does anything. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, people aren't saying that, but that's how they do want to live. Like, they want to have that feeling all the time. All the time. They want pleasure and they don't want any... And they don't strengths. think it can come from the past. Like, like from the way things have gone in the past, you know what I mean? Yeah, which I think is so weird. It's because it requires you to die to yourself and sacrifice and take responsibility for things that And that's that not like. what brings people 
happiness in theory yeah does it bring joy yeah i think it doesn't bring happiness it's true it brings contentment and they're looking for happiness (laughs) which is so fleeting i know and it's so stupid because we learned that from bo burnham's make happy it's really a search for contentment not happiness yeah and you find contentment when you're doing when you're i believe when your heart's aligned with the will of god yeah absolutely god's heart i think that's when you find contentment and then that's when you're like that's when paths really open up to you and opportunities make themselves known because you're like this is like where god wants me to be and you don't always get it right and that's fine but at least like if you're striving for that the days that you live don't feel so empty yeah and it's like i think that's why like because it's also so interesting because in a time that is like i guess more independent and stuff like like people who need to go out and find themselves it's like at an all-time high like men men aren't as obsessed with making a career as they are with traveling and being a bum like, they want to be a scrub. Like, they're just a bunch of scrubs out there being like, should I do this? Should I try this? I don't know. And then they're cowardly on top of it because us women put them down. They're not allowed to speak. So then they get in these shitty relationships for years because they don't know what to do because all their other friends are in relationships. And they're like, well, that means that equals happiness, but not a family because why would I ever want to have a baby with this person? I can barely stand to be around them. But I'm yeah. doing the bare minimum. Like, isn't it enough? Like, maybe this will all work, but it doesn't. And then... And then if a shitty relationship isn't the answer, then to them it's like being alone or hooking up. It's like, I don't, that's why I think this whole waiting thing, like women who wait on the promises of God, which is really what it comes down to. You can slice it and dice it and tear it apart however you damn well please. But it's the promises of God that he fulfills for you. And when we turn to him and he allows like he works on our heart, he will fulfill those promises that we have. But you have to wait for it, you and have that's to what wait people for it. don't want to but do. But you know what? I'm noticing in these last few years or so, like it's like he lets you know. He does. Like he lets you know, and I'm like, wow. Like God answers his promises, but he takes a long time mm-hmm. because he knows he could do it in a second and it would be good. Yeah. But humans, if they do it in a second, it's like fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, if you really want it to be good, like, unfortunately, you got to wait the human time of making things good. I know. That's what I think about, too, because it's like, he could make it all happen right now. Like, like he is promising me something. He promised me something years ago, like nine years ago, to be exact. And I, I didn't, I, like, not like any shade towards God, but I just kind of shelved it. And I thought, well, you know what, maybe I just misunderstood that like maybe I like like I know what I said yeah I'm like it it wasn't said at a time when I was like deeply in my faith it wasn't said at a time when I like like going toe-to-toe with God like I'd never done it before and I did it that night and I'm like okay well you know what like just getting over the heartbreak right now is more important than clinging on to this faith to this promise because I'm like I just like I cannot survive with you know like yeah. like if he is going to fulfill the promise why isn't it happening now why would he ever send that to me and it's like what's so interesting is it's like okay now I'm here nine years later and I realized eight years later that that was a promise that he is going to actually fulfill I think we're 10 years now because last year was nine years no last year was like eight yeah last year was nine I guess we're 10 years <laughs> that's great because 12 years is the marker <laughs> <laughs> But, but I wasn't just sitting around being a scrub, okay? I was, like, doing shit, going places, meeting people. I was doing all the things. Because I'm, like, if, like, the Lord has to meet you halfway. Like, yeah. you have to have an open heart. Like, you have to guard your heart. But you have to at least be willing to, like, 
like throw it out there, see what's going to happen, put yourself out there. And I had like you and I, we both went through that journey where we had the peace of being with someone and that was just such a blessing and like so amazing. So we have this piece of being with someone and we're like, okay, well, it'll happen when it happens. And I just, I remember, because now, because I am this person that looks back years later, like, I, like if something significant happened, like, okay, August 18th, I was hired, August 17th, I was hired my job. And so that's a significant date. So I look at where I was that year yeah. ago. Like I'll sit there and I'll just take inventory. Sometimes I do it on random days. Like, maybe I'll do it, like, you know, like, June 6th. So, like, where was I June 6th? Like, and I, like, think about it. I don't know if people do that. <laughs> I think people do that. But, like, so I did. And I was thinking about this time last year in the summer and everything. And I was thinking my friend got engaged this time last year. And I was the only person there who was not married. Yeah. And, like, lightning. I was not married. I didn't have a boyfriend. Everyone there was either married or engaged. And I was only single the only single tart and I like remember coming home you weren't here I don't even know where you were I was probably at Malia's I think you were at Malia's and I remember coming home and I was like all alone and I was like you know normally this is something that would make me really sad you know and that was in like July was it July I don't know I no it had to have been after August I I think it was a fall thing yeah it was like a mid like it was like because I had just gotten hired so I remember I made jokes about it. Like, hey. Yeah. So I think it was, like, literally, like, I was hired and then maybe, like, that weekend after, like. Yeah. It was so, happening. because then we went to Malia's. Yeah. And everything happened that September. But I remember I, like, came home and it was, like, this is normally, like, a time when I'd be, like, kind of, not, like, sad, like, aw, but, like, definitely, like, I get these waves that overcome me of this, like major melancholia of like I'm just like it's never gonna be me and I'm never gonna find anyone and no one's ever gonna care and like what like a waste of time it was for me to even try to like pretend to care like just these like overwhelming ways I just remember like I was just kind of like in this fugue state like wow like I could just be like I could be married right now I could be engaged to anybody and like I could like I was sitting there and the two men who were fiancéed and married, were talking about insurance. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is just like, ew. Like, yeah. I don't, I like, am I at that age where we're talking about insurance over the hors d'oeuvres? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's so just like, ew. Like, I, and like, in that moment, I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't know how, I don't know when, but the Lord is going to send me somebody and it's just, and they're not going to talk about insurance over a cheese platter. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. They're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to be an accountant for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, that's what I was literally thinking. And then the song Dream a Little Dream of Me was, like, playing mm. in my head. And I was just, like, thinking. And then literally, like, a few weeks at, later, College Boy came back into my life. And, like, yeah. this whole thing happened. But I'm like, wow, like, I'm sitting here, like, 10 years now. 11 years? 10 years. 10 years. I'm sitting here 10 years later and like I believe now more than ever that I'm sitting on the promise that God has given me which I think is crazy and it's like but still in that promise it's so scary because you don't know how it's going to be fulfilled yeah because you're like well I'm so close like I just feel like I'm so close but now it's like it's like how is it really going to happen like is it like like maybe I miss 
read it or maybe I don't know or I don't know like you just get so in your head and that's the trap of the double I think because that's what makes you go back to hooking up or going back to those things and it's like you know what I think that there's nothing wrong with knowing the person that's out there is there for you that they want you just as much and being bold in that yeah because it's like with our friend it's like she's bold in that she's like I'm gonna be with him lightning like this is kind of like my path like I'm strong I'm sure in that because it's like honestly you could hook up with people a bunch of randos faceless people like it said here in the song like somebody you know isn't right I make believe it's love could be with a person like that or you could just sit back, relax, wait, and be like, he's going to come. Maybe I should just work on myself, preparing my heart for a person. Because yeah. when that person comes in your life, you literally have to stop living for yourself. Yeah, you got to be ready for it. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything wrong with waiting. No, I don't think so. And either. I think there's nothing embarrassing because, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, like, really? You're going to put your whole life on hold? No, my life actually isn't on hold. If anything, my life is busier than ever because I know when he comes my life will be on hold. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that I don't understand where it's like, you're waiting so you're putting your life on hold. Yeah, like what? Well, I'm not throwing my kitty cat everyone down the street. I'm not like drinking at bars to try to get I'm men just to find like me interesting. Having babies I'm having... not just like swiping right and going on meaningless dates with faceless people that only want me to be something that I'm not for them and me too for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what am I putting my life on hold for? Because then those people that tell me that I put my life on hold, they're the ones taking dating breaks. But do I ever say to them, are you put, why are you putting your life on hold? Why are you taking a dating break? Shouldn't you be going until you find someone? Like yeah. why are you fatigued? Because in your estimation, a life that's full is a life always filled, a calendar filled with dates, with people that you yeah. don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the logic with that? Like, why do we fight so hard? Because it's like, because I have a bachelorette party coming up that I may or may not be able to attend. Yeah. And there are two weekends that are on the table. And I'm like, okay. I actually can't afford really to go to either weekend, but there's one that I can squeeze in to make it work. Yeah. And... They're in the group chat with people I don't really know. And they're like, oh, I'm so excited. We'll save both weekends. How could you, like, how can you afford to save two whole ass weekends? I'm talking Friday to Sunday. They're like, we'll save them in their calendar. What do you mean you'll save it in your calendar? Did you, if I block out two weekends, do you you understand? Like, it's an impossibility. We can't do it. I can't do it. That's half the month. It's it's literally actually half the month. And, like, this one weekend that I can go, I'm going to miss the Friday. Yeah, like, you can't go for a day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to be there less than 24 hours. Yeah. So, we have to come that Saturday. God knows I'm going to be able to get out of here. I know. And then I, it's just, it's insane to me. And I'm, I'm like, and you know what? You know why? Let me tell you why. Because everyone in that group chat for this bachelorette party, guess what they are? Married. engaged or married really interesting yeah i'm the one whose life is because they empty their whole schedule for men who never make plans exactly and yet i'm the one whose life is on hold because i'm waiting for someone and i'm the one who's sitting at home twiddling my thumbs being like when will my man come i have no actually it's the ones who are married and who are engaged to have the really empty calendars yeah. the ones who are always trying to find ways to fill their time who are actually sitting at home twiddling their thumbs because did you know that when you get engaged and married you have no life anymore yeah i do actually yeah but that's the thing people don't understand because they think well now my whole life is beginning it's true a whole life is beginning it's very different life than but what it's you live. different like you have to sacrifice everything else yeah for and, and that's, that's why it's like thing. it's not a bad thing and but it's like, understand the trade-off yeah and it's like if i'm gonna sacrifice it for everything then why can't it be for the one that i really like yeah 
Because, because in my estimation, now this is alleged, most of the people that I know in this group pretty much married people because it was convenient. Mm. <coughs> As in, we got along and they were there. Yeah. Convenient. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, they work out fine. It is. It works out. Like, they're happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not saying it's like they really traverse Mount Everest to find this great love of their life. And it's like, I guess not everybody has to do that. I'm biased. But it's like, okay, that... <laughs> Excuse me. That worked out for you. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I just find it interesting that my life is on hold and empty because I don't have a person. I know. Yet the ones who are engaged and married seem to have a whole half of a month free. It is interesting. Like whole ass weekend. And then they and yet those people are taken more seriously. And yet they're taken more seriously. I don't understand it. It's like, oh great. <laughs> so you're gonna have sex with the same person forever. You get have more responsibility in the public eye than I do. And it says you get to fight with someone and they can't leave you. <coughs> Easily at least. Okay, well we are <laughs> going know, to finish up you're prolonging this for My no good reason. Long. Okay. Well <laughs> okay. we love you, lovey doveys. It was lovely talking to you. We'll talk to you next week. Hope I didn't realize it was commentary. this late. I don't know. In the game, is. 40 minutes. Yeah, it is. should okay. look down at me now and then. <laughs> okay, we, we got to go. Love you, <laughs> Talk to love, you later. Love you.